Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lit to Lens podcast. I am your host, Will, and I'm with uh, Eric. And we have two very special guests with us today. This they're, is a very they're special... They're not that list. special. Well, we have... Mm-hmm. Should we introduce who they are first? No, let's just get into it. Okay, well, I'm going to introduce them. <laughs> um, we got Ryan Gosling and Damien Chazelle from the film La La Land today. How you guys doing? What's up? How's it going? Just kidding, it's not them. This is our, these are our roommates, Charlie and Corey. How's it going? Good to be here. That's, that's Corey. I'm less excited to be here. <laughs> well, you didn't even shower. I could smell you from the yeah, rest no, of the table. Yeah, I know. I'm nasty. Thanks for showing up, though. I know it's early and you guys don't wake up before. This is off to a really good start. Um, <laughs> I'm a little hungover, too. But. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so what are we going to discuss today, Eric? Uh, the Oscars. Is that 17 Oscars are tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday. Oh, they're tomorrow? Well, it, yeah, it's after okay. the Daytona 500. I know you're most excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Yeah. Do we get the Budweiser's already? Or? We, I mean, we can get the Budweiser's. Okay. Did we you don't put have them yet. Are they in the oven? Yeah. Did we put them in yeah. the oven? No, so today is a big Oscar podcast. Um, we're going to talk about, I think, the big eight categories specifically, and maybe some under-the-line stuff. We brought our two friends on because... Well, not friends. <laughs> uh, two people that live with us on because they watch movies, too, and... and they think they're they're smart sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, as we always do, we're gonna start with a little bit of a quiz. We're just gonna go ahead and jump on in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of a 2017 themed quiz. Okay. Uh, so right. the first question for y'all: Denzel um, was nominated for Fences. It's his fifth nomination. Um, I'm gonna give you a list of four people, and you tell me which one of these four people does not have five nominations. Okay. okay. Uh, Sean Penn, Al Pacino. Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio. Who's the... F- it's... Does he not it? have five? Yeah. Can I give my guess? Yeah. Sean Penn. That's, that's what I was thinking. So, he's only 2001, or four. His milk. He, mm-hmm. So he's one, two. He's also at 2001, I Am Sam, and Dead Man Walking. So that's four already. Yeah, that's, he's, that's not five. So... But we could easily be missing one. My no, gut is Tom Hanks... Because it's always the one that you least suspect. Ooh. Okay. So, well, you're taking... Albuccino's out. Penn, you're taking Hanks. Yeah. Corey, do you have a guess? Who was, the, who was the last one? Leo. Well, he, Leo he's got five, five to show. Yeah. I still think Penn. Five soft nominations. <laughs> so you think Penn? Penn, yeah. So it's Leo. Hmm. He's got Leo? four. What? Whoa. Everyone else has five. Are you sure? Yes. No. Did you do your research? So, Re- Revenant... Revenant? Wolf of Wall Street... Aviator? Aviator. Gangs of New York? He was a, a Departed in Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond. That's five. No Departed. He didn't get nominated Departed? Are okay. you sure? Yeah. This is what I looked up. You didn't have five was Best Actor. Interesting. It might have been supporting for Departed. I think that's I think that's a good uh, that's a good question, though, because Leo is a, a overrated actor, so I think that's <laughs> fair that he only has four, whereas the I rest of those are five. legends. So I should have, but he's significantly younger. Did I say best actor? Right. I meant to say best actor. Maybe I, maybe I didn't say that. Okay, I confused you. Yeah, just any acting. So he has five, he has four best actor nominations. Is that person supporting actor? Yeah. Okay, so he he probably has supporting for like what's he doing? Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he does. He has, so he has five total, but so four a- best. Aviator, actor. Blood Diamond, Wolf of Wall Street, and The Revenant. Yeah, no departed. Like, okay, no departed. Interesting. No gangs in New York. Okay. Yeah. movie sucks. Man. All right, moving on. <laughs> Next question. Uh, All right. The host of the Oscars tomorrow is Jimmy Kimmel. Very funny. Yeah. Everyone loves him. Which one of these four movies is Jimmy Kimmel not in? <laughs> Smurfs 2, Pitch Perfect 2, Ted 2, Hot Tub Time Machine 2. 
He's not in Pitch Perfect too. I'll take Hot Tub Time Machine. I haven't. I don't even want to forget the question. <laughs> he's I not feel like Corey knows this. He's not in sure. Pitch Perfect yeah, too. He's not, he's not in Hot Tub Time Machine too. Damn it! Suck it. <laughs> um. After an auction at the next question. After an auction at Sundance, the dance Amazon agreed to pay how much for Manchester by the Sea? Fifteen million. Your choices are four million, <laughs> eight point five million, ten million, and twelve point five million. Twelve point five million. Ten million. Four million. Was that a choice? Ten million. Yeah, you're right. Good job. Yeah. Are we keeping track on who's right? I'm Someone winning. is going. I'm to winning. Win. <laughs> uh, so, Fences, also a movie that came out this year. Um, Paramount first bought the rights to Fences for Eddie Murphy. We talked about this on the Fences episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How much did they pay for the rights to the script in 1987? $250,000, $600,000, $1 million, or $2 million? 250000 $600,000. $1 million. $1 million. Oh, interesting. $1 million. $1 million. Um, all right, so we're going to keep chugging along. I kind of like this. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah, yeah. O'Connell okay. is nominated for the 21st time this year, and he's yet to win an Oscar. Which category is he nominated in? Animated short, production design, visual effects, or sound mixing? Animated short. Practical production design. Do you want it? We can both do it. I don't want to share anything with you. I want production design. Okay. I'll take animated short then. I want to share with you, Charlie. So, you want animated? Yeah. Production design. I want it animated first. So, you both want animated. You're all wrong. It's sound mixing. Interesting. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, you know, huge in the sound mixing industry. Shout out, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah. If you're listening, we love you. Okay, so, I mentioned this yesterday when I was talking to you, Will. This is Ryan Gosling's second Oscar nomination. The first came in the 79th Oscars for Half Nelson. Mm -hmm. Who did he lose to? I don't have choices for you. What's what year? What was year was that? Uh, oh, this is the 89th, so it was 06. The 06. The Oscars held for the movies in 2006. And this is best actor. Who's the most best movie? actor? But this is the Departed. Correct year. So, so 06. Hmm. What else was nominated that year? So the the best picture you're right is the Departed. Mm-hmm. The most nominations was Dreamgirls. That doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Who, Nobody wanted Dream Girls. So best actor. Yeah. yeah. Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio was nominated for best actor this year mm-hmm. for Blood Diamond. Will, Will Smith was nominated this year for The Pursuit of Happiness. Getting closer. Oh six. I don't know. Give us another one. <laughs> Peter O'Toole was nominated for a movie called Venus. Oh really? Peter O'Toole. Rest in peace. And then Ryan Gosling for Half Nelson. Yeah. I got um, it. And then the last. <sighs> Is it like? It must be totally obscure. Helen Mirren wins Best Actress for The, the Queen. Queen. Alan Arkin wins Best Supporting for Little Miss Sunshine. Jennifer Hudson wins for Dream Girl. Is this this isn't Miss O'Grimmer year, right? That's no, 2003. Three, yeah. That's 03, yeah. Crash was 05. This is such a weird Is he year. still a big name today, I assume? Uh, he was in a, a very... He was in a movie in 2016 that did very well financially. That we've all seen. Are you sure? Yes. How sure? 100%. Hmm. When did it come out? Late. Okay. In the last... Was it nominated for an Oscar this year? Yes. I won't tell you what Oscar it was nominated for. Mm -hmm. But it was nominated. I give up. This is a good question. Yeah. It was Jeff Bridges for Crazy Heart. No. That was was 09. 
Damn. I don't think you guys are going to get this. So I can... Was it Casey Affleck? No. So he was not yeah. in a movie nominated for Best Picture. Okay. This I, year. I give up then. He was in a movie that was nominated for visual effects. How about that? Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay. You're helping us out here. Yeah. Was it Marky Mark? Oh, Forrest Whitaker for... Oh. Last King of Scotland. Scotland. Oh, my oh, gosh. Wow. Rogue One, baby. Unbelievable. Okay. Last question. Um, it's a good question. Bonus yeah. question. This is bo- your bonus round is about to start. Okay. Okay. These balls are worth two points instead of just one. Uh... What was the last movie to sweep the big five of picture, director, actor, actress, and screenplay? You ha- your four choices are Casablanca, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Silence of the Lambs, and The English Patient. So, I'm going to guess Silence of the Lambs. I think One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I- I'm going to go with Silence of the Lambs, too. You're both right. Yeah. There we go. Bonus is two points, right? Yeah. Speaking of silence, nominated for it was nominated for only one award this year. Very depressing. Yeah. It was a good movie though. Really great. Good movie. Yeah. Long, very long. So every every year as roommates, or last two years, not every year. Every year every that year we've been as roommates. roommates yes. yes. Uh, grammar. Uh, we've drafted Oscars. So we pull up a sheet of all the nominees, um, and we go snake and draft uh, different categories and different movies and different people to see who does best on Oscar night. Mm -hmm. Um, So we wanted to jump into that a little bit, explain what we do and uh, who we picked and who is going to win. Yeah. And for time, we're just going to focus on the top eight categories um, because we figured those are the most interesting. We can also hit on a smaller category if we like to. Um, Like cinematography and silence. Very controversial categories this year. Yeah. Um, so let's start with best original screenplay. So I can't remember who had the first pick in this category, but it seems that um, I believe it was Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, is the I favorite. Think, yeah, Charlie picked it first because that. So we'll just favorite. run down who picked what really fast. Okay. So I took in. Uh, you, we start original screenplay. Yeah. Yes. So I took Hell or High Water and La La Land. Will you have The Lobster? Charlie, you have Manchester by the Sea. Corey, you have Twentieth Century Women. I mismarked that. Yeah. The favorite is Manchester by the Sea. I think that's mm-hmm. what Corey or what Charlie took first. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. So, what are the dark horses, or what, who are the ones coming up? You said there? so. The favorite is Manchester, but is that like the, th- is that what you think is the best writing? Yes, because I really like Hell or High Water, and I, I picked La La Land because I feel like I wanted to be in the La La Land business. I mean, it has 14 nominations, so it, if it has a big night, it could win. So it's a strategic pick for me. I, I yeah. agree. I agree. I think La La Land could, could win, and it's a good strategic pick. I feel like La La Land but for each category is a good pick. It, yeah, <laughs> it's a good pick. How do you judge a screenplay that's a musical? Is, mm-hmm. it, is the music... The music's part of the screenplay. Yeah. So... But there's still a story. But, that's, that's, but there's also a nomination. Right, yeah, separate. score and, and sound. You know, well, score is different song. than song. Song is in some category. Yeah. So, do you call that part of the writing, though, as part of the screenplay? What? I would, well, I haven't read the La La Land screenplay, but there... Because Damien Chazelle didn't write the songs. Right. Other, so other people wrote the songs. There, I would imagine he, in the script, it, like, calls for City of Stars. And then... 
or yes. City of Stars they playing in the background. Yes, yeah. and I, I, I that's what it is. But my question is, does it make the does it discount the screenplay because the screenplay doesn't contain the songs that make the movie so great? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah, and that's why it's not the favorite. That's why Manchester. Okay. And that's why I took Manchester by the Sea. I agree with that. Okay. Um, that's I, fair. I thought Manchester was great. Like I thought the writing was great. Um, the interplay between him and the kid is like mm. really funny. Whereas it's funny. Yeah, him and uh, yeah, Lucas Hedges awkward. have kind of a funny Lucas Hedges definitely brings the comedic side to the film. He's definitely the. Casey Affleck's very brooding the entire time. And Casey Affleck like just can't talk to the mom of the yeah. the little mm-hmm. girl that Lucas Hedges has an infatuation is, with. I mean, yeah. which is why he got Lucas Hedges got nominated for best supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Don't jump ahead. Man. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice. So, how about adapted? Well, we didn't really talk about the lobster, did we? I don't want to talk about the lobster. <laughs> so I, I think I, the lobster is a serious dark horse. Um, it probably won't win, obviously, but I think it. Yeah. It got nominated for a reason. I think it's it, it's definitely the most unique mm-hmm. uh, script of the year. It's it's, a, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a great recognition for it. I mean, just to be nominated for best original screenplay is, is a honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't really think 20th Century Women has a chance. Unfortunately, I but, didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's another one where it's like it's an honor to be nominated. Yeah. So shout out to that. I think the lobster is too weird to. I mean, you see, it's got one nomination. I mm-hmm. think like if. At the end of the day, these are people voting on stuff they have to watch. Mm-hmm. And is the lobster going to be something they're going to watch? I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. There's, that's, that's you know, your thing. It's their job to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're so you, you make to... that argument, not to get into that, but you make that argument a lot. Like, there are documentary features, documentary shorts, short films, animated shorts, animated features. Those are all, like, completely obscure, yet they vote on all those. Yeah, but you don't know... To counteract that point, like, do you you don't know how many people voted for, let's say, documentary feature Fire at Sea? Like, did of the six thousand six hundred people, did like six thousand five hundred ninety nine of them vote for OJ, and then like one person voted for Fire at Sea, and that's why it's in the top five? I don't know. I'm just saying, I give them more credit than you do to do their job. Okay, (laughs) that's fair. (laughs) So okay, but maybe that's my foolishness. I'm a cynic, and you're a saint. Well, when I become part of the Academy, I'm going to watch. <laughs> watch, watch everything. Anyways, moving on. Best uh, adapted screenplay. Yep. Uh, I took Arrival. Uh, oh, Corey has, has I three took nominations. A lot, Fences, Lion, and Moonlight. And then uh, Eric had Hidden Figures. So the favorite is obviously Moonlight uh, in this category. Um, Corey, why did you take so many adapted screenplays? Well, I haven't read Moonlight. I know you guys read Fences and you did a podcast on it. Mm-hmm. And you liked it better than the movie. Thank you. Shout out for a back episode. There you go. That's work. I, I'm a fan, you know. <laughs> um, and so I would like to read because it's a play, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to I, like, I would like to go back and read it and then compare the two because I, I do enjoy doing that as well. But um, I mean, it's very well put together just the movie as a whole. I would have loved to read it, but I don't. I could never find it online. I'm sure. It's, oh, really? Moonlight? Yeah. Moonlight, yeah. It might be on there somewhere. It probably is, but you probably have to. I mean, it might not be published. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's true, true too. too. Um, I think I heard that it was for his um, school. Like he wrote it to get into a program, or it was for his program. 
Oh. I forgot what his, uh, the writer's name is, but I think it was for school, actually. Hmm. Uh, so it was probably, it was probably it was like not a friend published. of Barry Jenkins or something? I think so. Hmm. Or a friend of a friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Moonlight's definitely the um, favorite of that one. I think another Dark Horse would probably be Arrival. Um, Alvin McCraney. Alvin, yeah. Or Alvin. Terrell Alvin McCraney. Yeah. Terrell. Terrell. Um, Terrell. Yeah, because we all read the short story, then watched the movie, and... Yeah. We did a podcast on it, too. You did. I like what they added in it. So, this was a, a like, our last season of Little Ends was, like, Oscars, mm-hmm. and it was meant to be, like, let's hit on all of the adapted screenplay nominations, because that mm-hmm. would have been perfect. Right. And to our credit... We hit. We got two right, and we were gonna do hidden figures, and we ran out of time. Yeah, three of the five. You thought silence would get it, so you almost. We thought a lot of things yeah. about silence. Yeah, it's it's a shame that you it bought didn't the do well. It's a travesty. We yeah, bought honestly. we bought in on day one. Yeah. The Academy's stupid. So yeah, <laughs> they did nominate the lobster. <laughs> yeah, so you took you took a lot here. I, I I like hidden figures. I was thinking maybe there'd be some. Hidden, hidden figures love. Ooh, I like that. The, it, there is a lot of buzz kind of about hidden figures. Mm-hmm. Hidden, figure ha- hidden figures has picked up in the past couple weeks, so mm-hmm. you never know. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's good on that category. Um, so supporting actress. So Whoa, we, we don't want to talk about best animated? Nah, we're going to come back to that, I think. Shout out Zootopia. <laughs> so with the first overall pick, I took um, Viola Davis for Fences. Um, Charlie has Naomi Harris from Moonlight and Octavia Spencer from Hidden Figures. Um, Corey has Nicole Kidman from Lion and I took Michelle Williams from Manchester by the Sea. So there's not a whole lot to discuss in this category, I feel like. So did you know Octavia well, Spencer is the first uh, black woman to have won an Oscar to be nominated a second time after winning. After she won? Wow, I did not know that. What is Viola Davis? She has She has one. So she, oh, she has. This is her third nomination. I she's think. been nominated, but Octavia Spencer okay, won, and then that's true. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Huh. There's controversy though with is should she be in the best supporting role? Yeah, that's a big thing. Because if she went for best actress, then I think the next one would be Michelle Williams. She I wasn't think Viola Davis would win for best actress if you put her in there I, I, against Emma Stone. I mean, it's very possible. Do you guys know, is there like an exact criteria to supporting or leading? No, the like producer of the time. movie puts you up for the category. It's a yeah. choice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense to put her in the less competitive category. she got a better chance of winning. To get this yeah. Although, I would make the argument that it's, well, it's almost more competitive, I think, with Michelle Williams and Naomi Harris. Well, maybe not. I still yeah, think it's going up against but... Emma Stone and Natalie Portman? And Isabel Hooper. Hooper. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying, even sight unseen, having not known whether movies are coming out, the best actress category is more competitive because you're attracting bigger stars and bigger roles. It's almost unfair to Naomi and Michelle, though, because it's you're putting a best actress in the best supporting actress category, so therefore she's already I at agree. a higher level. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. I think Naomi Harris and Michelle yeah. Williams kind of got screwed. Michelle Williams is on screen for like 10 minutes. She's But she yeah. killed she, it. She does. I'm, and I'm yeah. not saying she doesn't, but... Mm-hmm. Like compared to how much time Viola Davis is on yeah, screen, no, yeah, yeah, it's not really fair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no, it was like what it was like ten years ago was the, um, I don't know, but yeah, well, so, I mean, uh, with uh, what are we just talking about? Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah, like Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins won Best Actor, but he yeah. was on screen for twenty three minutes, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. I mean, and so is it is it okay to go 
is it okay to like bring yourself up to the next level if you don't have a lot of screen time? And, and it's not okay to take yourself down a level? Is, is it is it like is it a level? Is best actress like better than best supporting actress? Yeah, for sure. Because it's just like it's, it's just your yeah, role. It's, in the it's movie. a more prestigious. It's a more prestigious award. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anne Hathaway won for Les Mis, and she was only in the first half hour of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm very technical, and I guess what I'm looking at is if we're going to give out these awards, like let's say you got to be on screen for 20 or more minutes to be it should be a percentage, active. maybe. Yeah, of your just, total there, should, there should be like an objective. You know, way to do it, and not we're putting you here because you can win. Yeah, I don't you, know. You have better I, competition. You, I don't know if it's really fair to make an objective measure if it's like an art. You're right. This it's is true. like, like, uh, a cultural art, and I don't know if that's really fair. I think it. We should just make it common sense, right? Like she is an actress in this film. She is as important as Denzel mm-hmm. in Fences. She's a lead actress. She's She is the lead actress. Yeah. Right? I mean, it can also come so, down to, I mean, Emma Stone carries La La Land. Like, she's in it the whole time. She ha- she can't have a bad scene. Mm-hmm. Michelle Williams, supporting actress, kills it for the 10 minutes, but she doesn't carry the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, she's if, really if important, another actress, She is, she is, but if another actress stepped in, they might not do as well, probably not, but, like, the movie isn't, like the movie isn't great because she's in Emma Stone. If it's someone else, chances are it's not as good as the movie. Like Emma Stone's carrying that entire movie. Mm-hmm. So you're like Natalie Portman replacement value. Yeah, Natalie Portman's carrying the entire movie of Jackie, and they're that's why they're up for best actresses. Viola Davis. I mean, she's in most of it. She helps Denzel carry the movie. So I think I think it is. I think unfair. they carry it equally. Yeah. The clash which, between them, yeah. Which it's, it kind of, it kind of diminishes the women's role in film, right? A little bit, right? Because if you're posting an actor and an actress in a film mm-hmm. that have that are of equal measure, and you're putting her in a supporting role, you're saying that she's supporting to Denzel. But it's not like I don't think so. This decision wasn't made like without talking to her. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like the producer of the movie was like. We've done this for you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Like here's your statue. I I'm, like. I think it's a collaborative thing. Like, hey, is this okay? We're putting you here. And it's like yes. Mm-hmm. But if she really wants a statue, it's like you have be- a better shot at getting a statue if we put you here. Is that okay? But it does it does it diminish yeah. like the women the women's role in this film? Do you know what I mean? Like everybody will know that she won Best Supporting Actress, and it and when everybody knows that she she should be the best actress. Category and they get best actress category. What I'm trying to say is that she she goes down a level, right? Mm-hmm. Does that diminish? And if there is there a conversation to have with women in their roles in film? So do we all buy into the fact that? Because I kind of don't that best supporting actress, the Oscar for that is any less prestigious than an Oscar for best actress or for film editing or for like original song. Like all those Oscars, yeah, okay. yeah. Like you were the best at the role that you played to make this movie, mm-hmm. and I think this should all be weighted equally. So I see what your point is. Like, yeah, Bella Davis but you, is the lead of that movie, mm-hmm. and you're putting her in supporting. And on the surface, it seems like you're kind of diminishing what she contributed. But but you don't you don't think that they're all the same, right? Like, best actor and best supporting actor. Well, they're they're not the same because 
Jeff Bridges is on the screen for less time than Chris Penn is, mm-hmm. so he's in less of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like the it quality, right? Like Jeff Bridges' quality in Hell or High Water is I don't know if you like Chris Pine better than Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. So it's about quality and not necessarily as much about it's about quality and quantity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, so she's a lock. Um, do we see anybody else winning? I mean, we kind of just talked no. about it. If so, who would we want to win? Say Scratch Bell Davisov. Who would be? Who would you like to see win? Uh, I, I think there were a lot of great performances this year. Knowing that Viola Davis has never won an Oscar, I think she deserves to win an Oscar. So I want to see her win. Okay, that's fair. I Corey. agree with that. I think she was. She was definitely my favorite of these nominees. The, my second place would probably be um, Harris from Moonlight. So that was my that's my favorite. I would love to see her win, but yeah. I, 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 I really happened. liked Michelle Williams in Manchester. Yeah, she was. I really like Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. yeah, as well. Exactly. She really really Nicole Kidman. I mean, they were they were all great. It's, yeah, yeah. It's hard to pick. Okay, moving on. Supporting actor. Um, Charles got two. Jeff Bridges and Lucas Hedges. Uh. Eric has Dev Patel. I have Michael Shannon. And the favorite, Corey took Mahershala Ali. Number one overall pick. Shout out St. Mary's College of California. Gail Pride. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's something we have in common, you know. It's unfortunate <laughs> for him. You um, made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's obviously the favorite. He's so this one. is Corey's first round pick? Yes. So Mahershala Ali has won basically all of the critic awards. Mm-hmm. He's swept everything. He's the Gold Gloves. He won the Gold Gloves. He, 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 he wasn't nominated, right? He was. He was nominated. Okay, was who nominated. won? Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yeah, yeah he won for... And he, but he won the SAG. And he, who won the BAFTA? Dev. Dev. Yeah. Ah. Is that why you took Dev? Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. It's possible. But I'm trying to get a part of all these big... Is Dev Patel British? Or is he American? He's not American. He's not American. I, I think he is he's British. British Indian. Yeah. Okay. I believe so. So that's probably why he won, dude. He speaks with an the accent. The British people moment, are right? very... Yeah, he speaks yeah, with yeah. an accent. Yeah. He's from London. He's an English actor. He's 26. Yeah. He's our age. Make, make us feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, only, I'm still 25. He was born I still got time. So am I. He was born <laughs> in April 1990. <laughs> yeah. April um, 1990? So Slumdog came out in 08. Yeah. So that he was, was 18. He was 18. Yeah. Holy cow. I did not I know I didn't that. realize he was that young. He plays a young person. Yeah, I, I mean, he looks young. Latika. Yeah, he looks super young. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Anyways, what I was going to say is, the reason he won the Baptist is because British people hate American people, so. No. I totally agree with that. Like, there's a reason why the people who win the Golden Globes are not the same people who win other awards, because it's the different voting bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and didn't Tom Hardy win a couple years ago for Revenant? Didn't he win the BAFTA? I could be wrong, but I thought he I that. But he was nominated for an Oscar. Though. Yeah, I mean, he easily could have won that Oscar. Yeah. He was great. Anyways, the British people are biased. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so Murray Charlie is the favorite. Do we see any dark horses besides Dev Patel, winner of the BAFTA? <laughs> not, not really. Yeah, I, I think be- if you look at the odds, Jeff Bridges is is up there. I've heard of, I've heard people talk about Michael Shannon and him. Possibly winning, but I haven't seen Nocturnal Animals. Um, I do like Michael Shannon, but I don't know how much of a chance he has. Probably like less than ten. Yeah, it just seems to me if you are getting one nominate, like if your movie's getting one nomination, 
It's this for Moonlight. Oh, no. For no, like, Moonlight. Oh. Not, oh. Not else is getting one okay. nomination. Yeah. That's, oh, got it. Like, chances are you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much a lot. That's what I look at though. Like, I look at like La La Land got 14 nominees. That tells me that there's like a deep well of yeah. Academy support for that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it obviously depends on the category because visual effects, Jungle Book, like that's pretty much a lot. Like. Those visual effects were astounding. I don't know if any of you saw it. Which one? Jungle Sorry. Book. I did not see it. Like, they were incredible. John Favreau, shout out. He did amazing work. <laughs> we're talking about Best Supporting Actor, Corey. I know. Best Visual Effects. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, though. Like, like, but in some categories, like, there can be one. There yeah. can be one nomination, but that's, Who's, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to make a comment on Jeff Bridges for a minute. And I, I know he won for Crazy Heart. and That's it. He, he was nominated for True Grit, I'm pretty sure. He was yeah. nominated, yeah. He only had yeah. one. So, he plays this that character a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it fair to keep nominating him for the same character? or Because he, he does it very well, obviously. But is it... Is That's it, a good point. Is it fair to do that? If he's the best... But the he, best yeah. five, like, performances. Yeah. I just think it's kind of... I mean, he's obviously very good at the character, and shout out to him for that, and, you know, props to him for that, but it's... He plays the same character, right, in those three movies. So when I see him play these roles, I see the subtleties in every character. Um, apparently, you're looking at the surface level, and like mm-hmm. you're not seeing it deeper. But I, yeah, yeah. Well, it's about the surface. I would I would put True Grit and Hell or High Water more similar. Crazy Heart, I would say, is a little more different. I mean, he's like a musician in that. Right, but he's I'm... a country musician, but he's still a musician. Uh, Hell or High Water and True Grit, yeah, he's both playing that cowboy. Mm. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I am looking at it from a service level. I'm looking at it from a... It's a fair question, though. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to bring it up. I think it's just the way he looks. Like, he just looks like that dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got the, like, long gray hair. And he got a great accent for him. Great yeah. facial hair. He yeah. just looks like the kind of guy that you'd find in, like, Texas. Just, like, right. slumped over his desk, drinking, like, whiskey in his coffee mm-hmm. every morning. That's true. Do we think... Trying to find these boys out there robbing banks. Do we think he has a lot of, uh, like, range... I, I don't know a lot or is he typecast he's he's an old guy in Hollywood yeah mm-hmm. I think that that closes a lot of doors I mean so you guys saw R.I.P. right R.I.P. I have not seen that no it's, it's kind of the same thing how was he in that yeah he's the same role he does right? the same accent I mean I, I think he's kind of gotten to that typecast earlier on I mean though he did Tron uh, mm. I mean Big Lebowski he did he did other roles was that Kevin Spacey? Oh, K-Pax? He was in that. He was like the psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he had other roles, but I think now it's more... He's found what he's good at. Yeah. And, and he probably enjoys it a lot, like doing that. So mm-hmm. why not keep doing He has enough money. Mm-hmm. He has an Academy Award. Yeah. Why not bang off of it? Yeah. Yeah. And Hell or High Water is a good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, I don't mean to demean it in any way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. But that's a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he is very similar. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Damn, Jeff Bridges. Best... Actress. So Eric has Isabel Huppert. Is it Huppert or she's French, right? So it's. I was thinking it was Huppert, but I don't know. Huppert for L. Uh, Natalie Portman for Jackie. Meryl Streep for uh, Florence Foster Jenkins. Wow, dude, three picks. I'm I'm on team that Emma Stone might not win. Ooh. Oh, no. uh, who took Emma Stone? I did. That was your second overall then, pick, right? It was. I took Ruth Nega for Levin. Um, I'm not in this category. You're not in this category. We didn't watch. I didn't. I didn't want to be in this category. <laughs> so, Eric, why do you think? Why are you on team Emma Stone is not going to win? So this is this 
we talked about this like before we started recording, but it was just like a strategy pick. Mm-hmm. If if Emma Stone, if La La Land isn't La La Land isn't like the fourteen nominations strong movie, then like I think Emma Stone is one of the categories that falls. Yeah. Do you think it's what do you think the odds that it isn't a fourteen strong movie? Do you think it's like above fifty? Or do you think she's a favorite? You know I think she's a favorite, definitely. Yes. Okay. I agree with you. But I think that she is a, a weak favorite. I know the odds say that she's a strong favorite, but I personally, having seen Jackie, um and I know Elle has won mm-hmm. kind of a few actors. She won the Golden too. Globe. Yep. Did yeah. she win the SAG? No. no. Emma Stone won the SAG. Yeah. I mean, you're set up perfectly for if Emma Stone doesn't win, it's gonna you be. are going to win. Yeah. And the way category. we set up this game is yeah. that if you are in any of the top eight, you get 20 points. And if you're in not, the other categories only get you 10 points. So I wanted another shot at like a 20-point category. Yeah, so you you basically want people to take away take away votes from Emma Stone. So there might be a lot of people who vote for Meryl Streep just because Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep. Um, so you might want to take, you're kind of thinking, Emma, people who would usually vote for Emma Stone. Maybe we'll vote for Meryl Streep. Yeah. Take away those votes. Maybe. I I think La La Land's going to win big. Big? Yeah. You think it's going to roll? Do you think yeah. it's going to... Oh, we'll talk about this later, but... Yeah. So I, I'm very in on Emma Stone hmm. and her winning. It's it's competitive, though. Yeah. Yes. I Isabel think this is the most competitive uh, acting category. Oh, top eight category. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't we're be surprised if it goes we're to... just what to talk about, best actor? I think best actor has a little... Yeah. Yes, I, I think this is. I think this well, is. Th- I think this is a three-way race between Stone, Portman. I'll agree. Hubbard. This is a three-way, and Best Actor is only a two-way. Mm-hmm. So, well, who would you like to see win? In this, mm-hmm. Emma Stone. I would like to see Emma Stone. Also. I would too. She's been killing it the last couple of years. We're all on Team Emma Stone in this house. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not. Who do you want to win? I don't care. Anybody but her. <laughs> you don't like Emma Stone? No, I do. I'm just kidding. Yeah, don't you love Emma Stone? I think you've I mean, been on her for a while since Superbad. Yeah. Not really. I mean, she's fine. I think she, I really liked her in Birdman. She got nominated for Birdman. She got nominated she for did. Birdman. I don't know. I mean, she's cool. Did you guys see... I mean, we all watched Superbad mm-hmm. at the time. Did you see this, like, acting talent out of her? Yes. No, I didn't. I mean, yeah. Jonah Hill is nominated. I know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy, it right? Because yeah. she's, like, doing really well as a, as a serious, dramatic actor. Yeah. Jonah and her are killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I did not see that at all. Yeah, props to her. Congratulations. And then Brie Larson was in Twenty One Jump Street yeah. with Jonah yeah. Hill. Maybe it's a Jonah Hill effect. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Uh, <laughs> Jonah Hill was in Moneyball with Brad Pitt, and now look at Brad Pitt. Oh my goodness, he was also in Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. And now Leo. Leo. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so figure out. When Jonah Hill is in movies with people and when they get their Oscar wins and <laughs> do you know run the, do the math. Do you know we should write Channing Tatum. Oh. He's going to win an Oscar next year. <laughs> next year. I can't believe he didn't win for Magic Mike. Unbelievable. I'm waiting for that one. I mean, Foxcatcher, he was good in that. We should write that article for the website. Ma- Magic Mike. That's great. Okay, so I'm going to send us a favorite. Good question. Yeah, I did not see that out of her. Moving on to... Moving on. Yeah. Best actor. <laughs> uh, Charlie took Casey Affleck. I took Andrew Garfield, Viggo Mortensen, uh, Corey took Ryan Gosling, and then Eric took Denzel Washington for Fences. And like we said earlier, this is a two-horse race with Casey Affleck and Denzel. Um, and some bad press coming out about Casey Affleck within the past couple months, I guess. Since about since around December, yeah. Which is, I didn't hear about till like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. 
um, which has kind of thrown a big wrench into Casey Affleck's Oscar bid. Mm-hmm. He was basically the favorite he was until the, the SAG happened, right? Yeah. Until Denzel won the SAG, and now this comes out. So where do we think? Where do we think it stands? There are allegations at this point, right? And or he, he settled. He out settled, of, he settled out, of, out of court, but there's been a push in the past two months against Casey Affleck, and so a lot of people are now giving a slight favorite to Denzel. I think the way the world is moving, you know, before there were men in these categories who did bad things um, that were kind of glossed over, and now we're in a place where if you're doing something like this, it's going to get unearthed. And if it's unearthed, uh, people are going to look at your creative output in a different way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like with Woody Allen. I agree. Um, I know Woody what, Allen still wins Academy Awards. Yeah, I mean, he won in 2011 for... Lou Valentine. No, for... Lou Jasmine won, and then he won for Midnight in Paris, too. Yeah. What did he win for those? Lou Jasmine won Kate Blanchett on Oscar. But he won best screenplay for oh okay screenplay for so he but his movies yeah have well there's still a cloud over him like mm-hmm. yeah I think now it's it's not okay and when it happens people are gonna gonna like justifiably like knock you as a person mm-hmm. and I mean, it's gonna affect how you you're you're standing at the Academy Awards yeah it, I don't know if you, any of you guys know the details I don't know the, any of the details but I mean I I do I, I've read about it. So, uh, I mean, just two women, he was on the set of I'm Not There, and two women say he sexually harassed them, they sued him, he, he settled it out of court, it was all done with, you know, five years ago, mm-hmm. but he started getting this buzz, best actor buzz back in like August for Manchester, and then around December, people started, I mean, with social media and everything, nothing's kept secret, people yeah. started putting a surge... And now he's, I think, not a lock mm. that he was. So this is a kind of a separate conversation, but do, do we think it's fair? Like, do we think that's fair for him to get, um, like, this bad press years after it happened? Yeah. Okay. If you do something like that, people should know. Even after you've settled it? Just because he settled doesn't mean he did anything. I, I yeah, don't know. but the inform... Yeah. You, you can have... You can form your own opinion, but yeah. the information... He's a public figure, right? Mm-hmm. So the information is available. If you want to know, okay. If you don't care, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's so, still everyone's still on his side, like denies it, obviously. But it was settled out of court, so you never know what actually happened, right? I don't care in the slightest, and that's not to say that what he did wasn't terrible. If he did something terrible, but I just the award is about the art that these people make, right. and artists aren't always perfect. So, you know, I don't care what Woody Allen does in his personal life or, you know, Roman Polanski, what he does as well. I, you know, I think they make great films. And that's mm-hmm. the important part. Yeah. So I don't think that's what the Oscars are. That's true. So it's, that's it's why. It's political, think, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Because you're awarding, um, like, movies that you want to be seen. You're mm-hmm. awarding, like, the best in movies, but not in, not exactly that. Right. Unfortunately, yes. So I, I think that's why I think the Denzel like move up is real. It's a, it's that's a why strong, I took yeah, it's, it's a strong pick for you. I would have taken him. Have you not that round? Because he's definitely 
It could go either way. Yeah. There's two rounds of Oscar voting. You vote to get the nominees, and then you re-vote once you have the nominees. Mm -hmm. And once you have, like, all the five, and then this Casey Affleck stuff comes out, that maybe changes who you vote for. Yeah, it definitely could. Do you know when they vote? Um, Is it, like, last weekend? Is it this weekend, or is it months ago? It's... It's gotta be, I would assume, early February? I think it was like a week ago. Okay. Late February? This when it closed. Okay. Just, yeah, just for February. I guess the nominations came out early February. Mm-hmm. I would like to say, switching gears though, and talking about the performances in this category, I think this, I think the Best Actor category is is more competitive and had greater performances than the Best Actress category. Between, between Casey Affleck, Denzel Washington, and Ryan Gosling for me, I think there was a lot of... I mean... Though, to be fair, I didn't see O loving Jackie or Florence Foster Jenkins. That's not the point, though. I'm no. just saying. I, I can't comment. <laughs> I didn't see any of those. Another vibe. That's not the point. <laughs> We're talking about those actors. Yeah. It's America. You talk about whatever you want to talk about, even if you don't know the facts. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really liked Ryan Gosling. I did, too. Nobody talks about him, but I... Yeah. I would you be surprised if he won? Enchantingly charming. So I know, would be surprised, but... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all in on La La Land. I think it deserves everything that it's going to get tomorrow. So, what if it gets nothing? You think it deserves nothing? That would be I like the so. biggest. Oh, that'd wow. be the biggest that thing would, ever. Yeah. That's like the Gangs of New York. It was not ready for ten. It didn't win a single thing. Well, Gangs of New York wasn't a great picture. <laughs> <laughs> to each his own. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> so, who 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 do you think? Who do we think is going to win? I give the slight edge to Casey still. But I wouldn't be surprised if Denzel won. But I took Casey. I think he's going to win. I'm on the Casey train, too. I took Denzel. I think Denzel's going to win. All right. Fair. We'll see. We will. We'll see, bro. All right. Um, Denzel won the Tony. He's going to win the Oscar. <laughs> but let's go to director. So, starts a little down here. I took Denis Villeneuve and Mel Gibson. Uh, Charlie took Damien Chazelle and Kenneth Lonergan. While... Um, Eric took Barry Jenkins from Moonlight, and once again, Corey's not in this category. I'm not, I didn't want a director. <laughs> well, Charlie took his your first overall pick was Damien, right? It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I I assume he's going to win Best Director. So I picked elsewhere. Yeah, because I'm smart. You're a strategist. Yeah. Well, the only um, other one that might win is Barry Jenkins, and Eric took him. I kind of think Barry. I think it's closer than people think. I think Barry Jenkins is a lot of buzz. I think people really, really like Moonlight, and if and if they're given all these words to Lala, and maybe they'll sneak one into Moonlight. Um, I don't know. I think Barry, Barry Jenkins is a nice, like dark horse pick. I only see Barry Jenkins winning if Moonlight makes a surprise Best Picture win. I think these two will go hand in hand this year. Really? Yeah. They've yeah. they've split for the past few years, right? It's or like eight, eight of the eight of the past twenty have been. Yeah. So split, split. more often than but not, it's, it's they go not. Together. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. But it's close. So it's a recent it's phenomenon that yeah. they're split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, history will be made with this. Because Damien will be the youngest director to win, and Barry would be the first African-American director to win. So either way, it's a historical moment mm-hmm. tomorrow. Because I don't see anyone else from that category. Mel winning. Gibson would be the first openly racist <laughs> <laughs> to win post-racial outburst. <laughs> um... So who do we think? Is La La Land or just Damien? I uh, I give it to Damien. I think he has the edge. But if Moonlight pulls out and it has steam, winning a lot of categories, 
I could see Barry Jenkins winning. But I think Damien. You absolutely think Damien. Yeah. You picked him. I do. I feel very sure. I think Damien wins. And, uh, yeah. I think Barry wins. I'm on the well, you're right. On, yeah, you're on the best picture chart, like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm on Barry. Is that why you picked him? Oh. No, I didn't. There you go. I'll, I went for locks, baby. You went for Mel Gibson? <laughs> I went for Mel Gibson. You just said you thought yeah, you were yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's a lock. You just proved yourself wrong. Bro. I don't think it's a lock, but... Um, so best yeah. picture. So let's go to best picture. Um, I have a rival, which I think is going to win, obviously. Um, <laughs> so Corey has Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hidden Figures, and Lion. Um, Charlie has Hell or High Water, Manchester by the Sea. Um, and Eric has the two favorites, La La Land and Moonlight. I think Eric, it looks good for you to win this category, but I'm, I'm thinking a rival might make a, a sudden push. I spent four picks, so I think Hidden Figures comes out of the woodwork. There we go. Or Lion. Eric's, La La Land was my first overall pick. Yeah. yeah. Um, first round pick. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, you picked Moonlight like four or five picks later. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was surprised you took La La Land first overall. Because Why? Moonlight's going to win. Well, I got both. <laughs> But I think of, of if you just talked about locks, like the the biggest locks are Viola Davis and then probably La La Land Best Picture. Um, I would say Marshall Ali is probably the yeah. second. And I got him. If four, you go, he, like he's lost board. the he lost the BAFTA. Like yeah. if you're talking about locks, it's like something that has won everything. Yeah. And Viola I mean, Davis has won, won everything. La La Land has won everything. everything. Yeah. I mean that that's a fair point to consider. That's true. That's what when I'm thinking locks, I'm thinking something that is like bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. La La Land is bulletproof. Yeah. The Academy will get this right. <laughs> I disagree. Why? I just I just think there's a lot of... I mean, I think there's enough buzz and enough political atmosphere for Moonlight. So forget forget political bullshit. Do you think Moonlight was a better film than La La Land? I think so. Okay. I mean, they're close. I mean, they're obviously very... Yeah, I yeah, love them both. Splitting hairs, but... I love them both, yeah, but I thought yeah, Moonlight was better. Uh, I thought it was more unique. And, and the reason I liked it more was because it told a unique story. And La La Land is a traditional story told in a new way. Um, like, we've seen that before, right? Not with Ryan Gosling's charm. Right. <laughs> Obviously. The way he looks at me makes but, me feel so special. So the argument, the reason I like Moonlight so much is because it's more progressive. That's probably the main thing that draws me to Yeah, me. I said this last night. Since when has the Academy been progressive? So yeah, great. I mean, great point. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe it's like, maybe maybe they're like self-correcting and they'll go, you know. They were all progressive the, all when the, they finally uh, gave Leo his all the buzz Oscar. about like Oscars so white and everything. Maybe they're under tremendous pressure to, to do something crazy. Yeah, I mean, but you know, you know, you don't know. So I right. think it's a fair pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it will be one of. But again, two. you don't have Moonlight in the. Pool. Yeah, well, I didn't. There, again, <laughs> speaking to my strategy, I went for locks. Okay. So I have a question for you guys based on La La Land. Do you know who it was originally supposed to play instead of Ryan Gosling I do, and Emma Stone? There are two actor, an actor and an actress. Yes, Eric, you're making a motion, and you are correct with that. I'm doing the whiplash drumming, just like real hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miles Teller was supposed to. I don't know who was the who was the girl. Anyone? I don't know. It's a isn't it Emma Watson? Emma Watson. Oh really? Yeah, it was supposed Thank to be Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Thank God I didn't do that. That would have been yeah. Terrible. Well, yeah, because Emma Watson had to be in Beauty in the Beast, and we wouldn't have gotten Emma Watson in Beauty. And the I Beast. I mean Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, their on screen chemistry yeah, is great. so good. They've been in three movies together now. Crazy, stupid, stupid love, love, Gangster Squad, and this yeah. Gangster Squad. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank God they didn't do that. So, that would have been terrible. Yeah. 
It would have been different. It wouldn't have been the same, but yeah. Yeah. Who knows if Miles Teller can sing or dance? I'm sure. If you can get if you can get Ryan Gosling, you have to get Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a musical, right? So speaking from a producer's point of view, that doesn't seem like it's going to sell. So you need someone like Ryan Gosling to. But I mean, Miles Teller swoon for it. Yeah. (laughs) Miles Teller was coming off. You know, he did Whiplash two years ago, which is a you know. Was it Oscar? Yeah, Oscar film. J.K. Simmons won, and it's, it's about Damon drumming. Yeah. yeah, it's about drumming. So, it's I mean, it's jazz. definitely, like, I understand why they wanted him at first. Mm-hmm. But and then, then Ryan Gosling picked up the yeah. phone, and then it was over. <laughs> well, like Miles What's Teller that quote that Miles Teller said? He was like, yeah, I was supposed to be in it, but then uh, Damien just stopped returning my calls. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Sorry, Miles Teller. He just ghosted on me. Hey, man, <laughs> he was in that boxing movie. What was it called? Bleed for This. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Good man. And War Dogs. Yeah, I mean, he's he still... War Dogs. He had a good year. Yeah. Jonah Hill, dude. He's still... <laughs> <laughs> I think we've unlocked something. Miles Teller's getting an Oscar in the next five years. <laughs> next for, year. For he's a lock for next year. Um, yeah, so Eric has the two favorites. Obviously, you're going to win this category. Just put your 20 points on the board right now. Um, yeah, so we think that's pretty much a lock. So who do we think is going to win? I think it's going to be me. Overall. I think it's gonna be me. I think it's gonna be me. All right, this is this I, is, this was helpful. <laughs> I think it's gonna be Eric. Oh dear, that's stupid. <laughs> so I do want to just say I don't know if you guys are gonna talk about this, but I just want to have a shout out to the two nominees that didn't get picked because we had a not even number <laughs> of <laughs> selections and al- allied for costume design and the most underrated film of the year sully for best sound editing so to those who worked on those projects i'm sorry but you are the worst two <laughs> nominees of the year you go undrafted i i kind of disagree with you i think i think what you said your big board the bottom of your big board was the benghazi movie yeah i feel like whoever took it <clears throat> will uh <laughs> probably should have taken sully or allied instead no, it's, it's for the, sure a lock for the, time. The scene, people so. have spoken. Kale Caesar for production design is going to win. <laughs> but yeah, so we will find out who wins tomorrow night. Um, as the reigning champion from last year, I wish you all luck. You guys will probably need it. Allegedly. Um, going your way, because I picked so many locks, and you guys picked so many. Did you I only pick one I didn't have lock? a big board last year. This year I'm set. <laughs> Did you only pick one lock in no, the all of, top eight? All of my picks. Yeah, I only picked one top eight category because I thought there was a lot of competition. So. That's how you, that's how you don't get a lot of points. <laughs> I think Eric's going to do the worst. I mean, you picked you picked a lot of... You, you picked a lot of people that weren't the favorites and... Like in the big categories. Yeah. yeah. You're throwing away like 10 points in another it's, category. It's a, big, it's a big bet. So... Yeah. For you to win, it's you a, have to have upsets. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't think you will. I think Casey and Emma. I mean, aim small, you miss small. Because I mean, if Casey and Emma win, you're like screwed. That's yeah. a huge blow to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and a huge plus to me. Yeah, I, I'm not in a very good position. I'll agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll find see out what tomorrow happens. Night. Yeah. I mean, Denzel yeah. could definitely win, and you never know with best actors. Well, we might do a little write up of how we all did on the on the site. Um, but yeah. So, we have another thing to get into. Pressing questions from Eric Payne. A new... A new... Uh, yeah. Thing. Okay, <laughs> sorry. My first question to <laughs> you is that? this. Um, and these are very important questions. So, yeah. in the best actor category, there's Casey Affleck, Andrew Garfield, Ryan Gosling, Viggo Morrison, and Denzel Washington. And uh, my question to you is, whose hair is best? 
Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it's not even close. Not even... And Hacksaw Ridge is better than yes. Casey Affleck's. So... Yes. I will make the case for Ryan Gosling. Because I think if he grew his hair out, I think it would look incredible. He had it long in the notebook. But his hair is short. I know, but... He had his hair long in the notebook. That's true, and it was great. I mean, I agree, but Andrew Garfield... His hair. Vigo, is his hair Vigo also has some great locks. That's true, too. He does. But is, is, is uh, Garfield's hair better in this movie, Hacksaw, or Silence? It's definitely Silence. Silence, Silence yeah. is better. Yeah. So, but, okay, so, if is, is Dev Patel wins in supporting, right? Yeah, I think we should have a real life. Is Dev Patel, yeah. does <laughs> Dev Patel beat Andrew Garfield for better for hair? best hair Ooh. in a motion picture this year? Yes, I think so. Dev Patel in line versus, let's, Dev Garfield, Patel's hair Garfield in so Silence. I agree with Charlie that Death Patel in line, his hair. It was so perfectly, like, bushy and curly, and it was just, it was literally a line of mane. I really liked, I really liked Garfield's hair in Silence. I agree, it was, that was fantastic. When he puts it in the bun, it's so good. Why do you think I'm growing my hair out now? (laughs) Man buns are really not cool. They're not cool? I thought they were cool. No, they're not cool. I don't like that Denzel dyed his hair gray. Yeah. That, because of that, I don't think he should deserve to win Best Actor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about Best Actress who has the best hair in that category? I've only seen one. I have no idea. I don't think any of them have good hair. Jackie, um, Nick Gorman's hair in Jackie is really big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, big. it was in that style. For yeah. Time period. So, maybe I'll say Natalie Portman had the best hair. Yeah, I'll go with that. And then... I mean, Death Patel. Easy. I don't know, Jeff Bridges has some good hair. He does, but Death Patel's hair in line was phenomenal. Jeff Bridges hides it under a hat. That's true. That's true, too. If you're going to win best hair, you need to just like let it flow. What about supporting actress? <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Oh, you should have like, the mom hair. Yeah, yeah. the curly, like, mom like, hair. In the, in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like, with the perm looking and stuff. Yeah, that was... Michelle Williams has like the cut, yeah. the short hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it... Was that a wig? It kind of looked like a wig. Probably. It looked weird. Oh, I mean, it probably yeah, it must have been a wig. Um... Yeah. Oh, next question. Uh, I found odds on a Brad Pitt thing. <laughs> oh, so Brad Pitt is no longer married, but he's coming to the Oscars. So who does Brad Pitt bring as his date? So one of his children, alone, his mom, Kate Hudson, mm. from the field. His mom. Can I take the field, like literally the field at once? Like he's like three, three girls. Yeah, I mean, that's the field, you know? Okay, cool. I think his mom. I think he brings one of his kids. I think he comes alone. So, I think he comes alone, but the kid is a good one because it would show that he's a father figure yeah. still mm-hmm. with all that bad press. Yeah. He's not very smart, so I don't think he'll think that through. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a terrible publicist, but... Okay, good. Next question. All right, who... Will Jimmy Kimmel make the first Donald Trump joke of the evening? And it, yes is uh, negative 210, and no is plus 180. Will Kimmel make the first Trump joke? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where can I bet this? I want to put all my money on <laughs> <laughs> That's the lock of locks. Okay. You're not including red carpet, right? No, at, at, like once the broadcast because starts. Because we'll talk about it on the He's going to make a Trump joke in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> so that's a better question. Yeah, how fast? Like the time? He's like, immediately. Yeah. It might be the very first joke. Yeah, he literally just jumps right in. Okay. Okay, let's do that. Like, what? which time. first joke or the rest? 
Well, the bet's first. The first. The first ju- he, that he makes the first. He's joke. gonna make. He's gonna do a ten minute monologue. He's gonna yeah. make at least ten jokes about Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> a joke a minute. <laughs> um, number of Oscar winners to refer to Trump in their acceptance speech over under two and a half. Over. over. I'll say the over for sure. Yeah. Okay. There, I mean, that's, there are twenty four categories. There yeah. are a lot of people. I think that's also like a lock. Yeah. Just look at how many people brought it up in the in the award ceremony so far. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, wait, do they have to say the name Donald Trump or just like Meryl Streep? They refer to him. No, they have to refer the, to the name. So they have oh. to actually say Donald Trump. So that's maybe Trump why the over-under is lower. Oh, yeah. So over-under at the line is 0.5. People would have mentioned the First, Nation, First Nations in their acceptance speech like Leo did last year. Oh. Under. Yeah, under. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, though. By name, no, but I would imagine people would talk about like disadvantaged or uh, suppressed minority yeah. kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I don't think they'll mention it by name. Um, okay, so I wanted to... A lot of these questions have to do with Andrew Garfield. Good. That's what I want. Get yeah. him out of my mind. Keep him going. Let's uh, go. Would you slap a grenade <laughs> out of the air like a pimp slap? Would you pimp slap a grenade to save Vince Vaughn's life? I would have backhanded it, honestly. I wouldn't have done it with my palm. To save Andrew Garfield, I would. Instinctively, yes. Yeah. Okay. It would be in the moment. I'd have to just whack it. I mean, you see a grenade coming at you. What are you going to do? You could kick it. I mean, yeah. Drop kick it. Did you take your shot, by the way? I did. Okay. He did. He did. During the movie. Charlie had to take a shot because he said, I will take a shot for every time Andrew Garfield drop kicks a grenade. And he did. Yeah. I really want to be multiple times in the movie, so yeah. I can take multiple shots. Back-to-back grenade kick. <laughs> so this is, just because we're getting close to time, this is like a, a, a more real question. Um, when we look back in five years, what do we think will have been over-nominated? Um, what will we remember most fondly? About this Academy Awards? Yeah. I think that'll, I mean, I think the speeches will be a lot... Like, the best actor and actress supporting speeches will have a big... I don't think people usually talk about over-nominations. Gang from uh, New York. Without, yeah, but nobody mentions it. it. People always mention it not winning. What do you think is going to be the most forgettable thing? So, like, in 2012... Like, movie? So, the, t- the nominees for Best Picture in 2012 were Argo, Amor, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained... Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Like a more, nobody talks about that. Right? Yeah, Beast of the Beast Wild of Nation, Beast of the Southern Wild, Southern yeah. Wild. Yeah, people don't talk about that as much. And that girl like had a lot of buzz, but she mm-hmm. hasn't really been in anything, right? Yeah. Never heard of Covenjane Wallace. Yeah. So of these films, I think probably, I think Lion will probably be lost lost in the shuffle. I think Hell or High Water will. Yeah. It, so, I mean, movies today are forgettable, right? Like, we had this conversation before. You know, we're, we're quick to forget these movies as soon as it's over. And to really stand out, even if you win Best Picture, you have to be a, a, a an amazing film. Mm-hmm. And you have to win a lot. Like, people remember, like, Lord of the Rings for winning yeah. so much. Um, people don't really remember. I mean, the artist, but people don't really watch that or talk about it it's not really people don't really talk about it yeah or in that clean house Mm -hmm. I think they're all forgettable by 
this year? Majority of people. Or all, all I'll never forget them. Nominees. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I think this, unless La La Land cleans up, to Corey's point, like if it wins ten Oscars, it's gonna be remembered because it did so well. It's not gonna be remembered because it was a great film. Mm-hmm. So in ten years, what would be? What's the film you're most likely to come back to? To watch again or just remember that? To watch again. It's probably La La Land and Moonlight. I think you're right about Moonlight. I think it, it's going to be a film that inspires a lot of people because it's telling stories that haven't been told before. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you know it will like stand the test ha- of time. Have, have a place in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just don't know if the Academy is progressive enough to make that decision today. Mm-hmm. They get, the Academy gets it, quote, wrong a lot. Like, yeah. if you were to go back, you would... Obviously, like, the tides of history change and films are regarded differently than they were when they were made. Um, so there's been a lot of, like, quote-unquote mistakes kind mm-hmm. of thing. I would also add Arrival into that category of things we would come back to in ten years. Yeah. Maybe. I think with the, its director taking on Blade Runner, I imagine he would have, like, a lot of staying power and people mm-hmm. are going to want to revisit That's true. some of his Until work. Until he ruins Blade Runner. Think, no. I, he ain't going to ruin it. Ryan Gosling's in it. How many films have they come back to that have been good? None. Prometheus. <laughs> like, no. every single film that they remake or make a sequel of 30 years later, they're all terrible. 21 Jump Street. I, I mean, I want, show, I want Blade Runner to be incredible, because the, the first one is one of the greatest films of all time, but... Yeah, I have hope tr- for it. The track record is, like, is bad. We're gonna screw this up. Star Wars. Force, Force Awakens. Yeah. But they had to do that twice. They got a I mean, second chance. That's to do true. That they d- yeah. I mean, with George Lucas out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, here, you know what made this great? George Lucas, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, right. gonna do we're gonna do this ourselves. Yeah. We don't that's care true. About I mean, a good point. Taxation in the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I mean, he's he's gained a lot of popularity within the past few years. And he's going to gain a lot more with this film, whether it's good or bad. And he'll, he'll have another film after this. I mean, he will. But if it's bad, he loses a little bit of his he does. stock. He he yeah. People will be less likely to invest. Um, mm-hmm. But if it, I mean, Harrison Ford's in it, Ryan Gosling's in it. I mean, there's the potential for it to be great. Mm-hmm. But he had, he can now say that he's an Oscar-nominated director, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. a big thing. There's so the next trailer coming out will probably be Oscar-nominated, an Oscar-nominated director of. Mm-hmm. So right. let me ask you: You guys all saw Hidden Figures, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't where, know. where do we see Hidden Figures in 10 years? Because it's the, it's the highest grossing Best Picture nominee. Mm-hmm. I could see that film being like shown to kids in class. Yeah. Like in school and stuff. It has an important social component. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it tells a part of American history yeah. that isn't really told. Um, I agree with that, yeah. So I could see that it being shown to like in high school or... I agree. Something like that. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily want in ten years for me personally, I wouldn't probably come back to it. Be you know as inclined mm-hmm. to come back to With it. How many other movies films. there are. I mean it's yeah. Yeah. What about you? What do you think about Hidden Figures? I mean we're not going back and watching twelve twelve years of slave, right? But that's also like way more graphic. This is more this is PG. PG, it's more It's Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It's easier to show to your kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Try to teach them things. Yeah, there's a good lesson in it. Mm-hmm. I will not be coming back to fences. I, I think that movie is too long. Um, I would see Hard Star Ridge again. No, 
<laughs> that movie is also too long. It is too if long. If we're talking about yeah, length. Yeah. It was only like two and some change. I, I think, think Hacksaw like gets, gets forgotten in the World War II movies. Like, there are just way too many of them. Yeah. I agree it, with that. It, uh, yeah. There hasn't been one in a while, though. It won't have a place in history, but yeah. Who, so what's your favorite? So we think we know who's going to win. Who? What is your favorite of these or of these films that are nominated for Best Picture? Your personal favorite? Moonlight. Really? I've said this a bunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Moonlight is my favorite. Okay. Oh, La La Land. Obviously, I've also said that a bunch. Corey. La La Land. My favorite was Manchester. That was seen. Yeah, well, yeah. you guys are all I'm, wrong. So. <laughs> I know we talked a lot about La La Land, Manchester, and Moonlight. I just want to shout out to Lion, because I actually really enjoyed that film a lot more than I thought I would. Same. Uh, we saw it kind of just on a whim, and I thought yeah. it was very well done. And yeah. a great story. I totally agree. I'm the yeah. same camp. Yeah. Actually. I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Good call on getting yeah. seeing it. You're welcome. It, it, <laughs> it crept up there, so. Mm-hmm. I will ask this question. What about, forget individual movies, 2016 as a whole the movies of 2016. Do you think this year will was above average, below average? Be remembered. We always go back to 2010. It's just a powerhouse of great movies yeah. in 2010. Do you think this is close to that? What was 20? What were the 2010? That's the Social Network and the King's, King's Speech, Speech. Mm-hmm. the Fighter. Um, it's the King's Speech, True, True Grit, Black Swan, Black Swan, oh, Inception. Man. Yeah. Oh wow. Toy Story three. It was quite a year. True Grit, Winter's Bone. So yeah, I probably, Winter's I would Bone. not put that in this category. Put this in that category, excuse me. I think it's probably about an average year. Like, you have a favorite, you have, like, you know, a second favorite, and then there's a bunch of, like, other films, right? How yeah. how long do we have to wait to be able to, like, go back to a year and understand its like, importance? Spot in history. Like, are we still too close to 2010? Because, like... I've seen no, Social Network more than once. I've I think we should King's go watch Speech the, more the Social once. Network and The King's Speech right now. And I've, seen, I've seen Inception more than once, but I don't think the rest of these I've seen more than, more than once. I only saw True Grit once. I haven't seen King's Speech. So what were the what were the films know. last year? Birdman? No, no that was two years ago. That was two years ago. Spotlight, Room. Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, The Martian, Revenant. Yeah. I mean, I think last year would be that's pretty good. Oh, that's like a pretty yeah. decent year. I mean, I loved Room and Spotlight. Like, yeah, those are still two like fantastic movies. Like, mm-hmm. I love them to this day. Yeah. Spotlight is a movie that I think is going to grow because of the current political climate, mm-hmm. where people I think like journalism is becoming more important. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So it's like right time, right place for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I, like Brooklyn, I I like Brooklyn. I don't see that like Room. You wouldn't watch it again. I, th- I just don't think it's, and we're still too close to it. But I feel like those movies aren't that they're not lasting. Mm, not going to stand the test of time. Yeah, like maybe it's just a footnote in history, like how did Brie Larson win her Oscar? Yeah, yeah. Could it be. doesn't have a lot of like social relevance, really. Yeah, could be. now. Yeah. Uh, I think this year probably is a little top heavy with like the Midnight the, Mallory and Manchester. The top three are like standouts. Yeah, yeah, and the rest are you know great movies, but so they're they actually could all, be forgotten. They're right. actually all like critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at like the Rotten Tomatoes scores. 
Usually, most of them are above nine. I think Lion is like in the eighties. I think it's like eighty six or eighty seven. Hit a figure nineties. Yeah. So I think of the modern Oscars, two thousand and eleven has, and you take it with a grain of salt. The Rotten Tomato score, the average, is the lowest. The average Rotten Tomato score for twenty eleven Best Picture nominee is eighty three. Really? Because of in- extremely loud and incredibly close is forty six. <laughs> I mean, really? I think Gladiator only like a seventy on Rotten. It's seventy seven, and it won. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you never know. Yeah, but what were the films in twenty eleven? The, other ones? the Artist it? Wins, The Descendants, Extremely Loud, The Help, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, Jonah Hill, The Tree of Life, and War Horse. Yeah, there are a lot of forgettable ones. Yeah, there. that's it. That is down here. Yeah, War Horse. Yeah, like Steven Spielberg. I, I can't believe Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close got nominated for Best Picture. I think you're definitely spot on. I think there's a lot of... Time will, will drop a lot of the dead weight from this year, but we will be talking about La La Land, Moonlight, and Manchester by the Sea in 10 years. Do you think we're ready to talk about 2009? Which... Like, are we... Hurt Locker? That, yeah, that's the Hurt her Locker. Avatar. Avatar. Like, I think all of these movies are out of... The social conscience. So this is Avatar, The Blind Side, District Nine, and Education, The Hurt Locker, Inglorious Bastards, Precious, A Serious Man, Up and Up in the Air. Wow. This was less than ten years ago. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like I would watch Avatar again. I got it upstairs. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, what's what was the one that won? Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah. The lowest grossing Best Picture winner ever. Ever. Wow. Yeah. For inflation. Probably. Yeah, probably. Interesting. Yeah. I've got nominated. I, mean, I, for I think a lot about yeah. Up in the Air being an amazing film. Do you? I do. Up in the Air was great, yes. That's a George Clooney flick? Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Doesn't... He he gets with Vera Farmiga or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she has like a family. Spoiler yeah. alert. Whatever. Everyone who's listening to this is going to go see it because I said it was an amazing film. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's eight years ago. I've been on Team Jason Reitman since day one. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting to see like what has fallen out of favor. Like Avatar, there's been a sequel in the works for years. Yeah. He's, the problem with Avatar is James Cameron is trying to make three sequels back to back to back. There's going to be four Avatars and he's trying to do Lord of the Rings and film them all and then release them like 2020, 2021, oh. 2022. Interesting. And just pretty much... That takes a long time. Yeah. I mean, he shut down his... All other movies that he's working on. He's still, like, trying to get the technology, right? He, like, wants to do something else. I think he's trying to hash out the three scripts. And then, apparently, they're close to at least being done with, like... Because he hasn't done for the second anything since Avatar. He's literally shut down every other project. He's been his full-time job for Mm -hmm. seven years. Yep. It was amazing. I mean, so you hope they have... How hard is it? to make them <laughs> alright um, so let's close out here um, thank you guys for listening um, we we might have a write up later on this week about uh, just a recap of the Academy Awards um, but thanks for listening uh, you guys should tune in tomorrow night for the Oscars um, if you have your own bracket good luck good luck to you guys as well Charlie Corey thank you for coming on and being our guest we thank you for it. having us of course when am I getting paid uh, tomorrow okay we're not gonna pay you anything though. Checks in the mail. Yeah, um, it's for zero dollars and zero cents. Okay. Do I get money? No, I'd, I'd no. like a check for zero dollars. <laughs> okay, we can send that to you. Okay, uh, but thanks again. 
we'll be back um, next month with a new season, which we are still in the works and deciding on what exactly to do. So we'll let you know um, once that is finalized. Um, <laughs> and always, shout out to the Doc. Uh,